We're dead. We're dead. I got nothing. There we go. There we go. Hello? There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. There. Stop. Stop. Bring me a higher up. Pretty much. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to say hello. Oh, 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 I want to say hello. Good evening, children. This is your faithful host. It's more Russian. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Dostrovia, Dostrovia. Okay, I'll try again. Good evening, children. Welcome to the premiere of this voice. We only have the one host, but that is a lie. Because we not have w- just one host, we have two hosts. Two hosts. Hello, Nick. How are you? I'm good, Stephen. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, like to thank you for uh for wanting to agree to do that uh ridiculous voice um i feel that we've uh grown so much that we can communicate in such a uh such a uh, comedic uh, and silly way yeah i think that our our accents have gotten better to each other not better to anybody else that listens to them but uh i think personally we've grown hey you know? it, it's not obvious by uh listening to it but i'm sure that one day we're going to be able to do 30 to 45 seconds of a vampire accent. Eventually, without giving up on the accent and basically life unto itself. But it's good to see you because we're doing a podcast and it's called uh, Real Rotten. Hey, it's Real Rotten. What's uh, what's this podcast about? Well, if you were a child like I was in the 90s, which is not many of you, uh, you would know that... Um, that life was tough. We didn't have these fancy things you called PDAs or or uh, lack of realities uh, due to IMAX film 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 movies. Yeah, we had dial up. We had we didn't even have dial up. Let's be real. If you had if you had AOL 2.0, you were a god among men in that cul-de-sac. If a girl called your home phone and your parents answered, then you were at the same age we were. Yeah. So picture yourself in that era if you could even fathom that with no real internet access. And you decided you wanted to go down to the local mall where your pack son and your and your Sam Goody was. Oh, and, hot topic. Yeah. And your Suncoast. You walk into your local Suncoast, one of my old uh, old favorite stomping grounds, with the thirty dollar action figures and forty five dollar posters. Oh, I thought it was like the Pack Sun ripoff with no. Suncoast. Suncoast music, uh, DVDs, uh, okay, accoutrement, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what have you. You'd walk into the store and you'd ask the you ask the clerk, hey. Hey, you got movies here, right? And the clerk would uh, give you a snide remark and then say the affirmative. Um, then you'd respond back, you know, I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a good movie. And it's, and the man replies, man or and or woman. Let's let's be all yeah, inclusive yeah, yeah. here. They reply, um, you know, we don't have good movies here. We just have terrible movies. Oh well, what can you recommend me? Clerk answers back. I don't know. Wait like 25 years and wait for a podcast to come out with shitty movie reviews. That's us. That's yeah. where we come in. That's it. Hey, so that's uh, that's basically uh, that's basically it in a nutshell uh, going around the, the, the scenic route. Yeah, the clerk said 25 years from now you can go on the internet and find all these shitty movies. That are under 25%. That are all under 25% because that's what we're here, we're here to talk about. And today we got a 25% movie. One of the rare ones. Yeah, uh, the, the, the tip of the iceberg of uh, the worst movies, yeah. as they say. It's the one above water. 
Yeah, it's borderline. It's borderline. It's bobbing, if you would. It's a bobbing movie. Though I, I would hesitate to even put it that high. Really? Yeah. I think this tomato floats a little bit. Because the movie that we're doing is Blade, colon, Trinity. Colon, indeed. Just like all poopies, they, they sometimes float too. So 30, 30 is Trinity, right? 30 is Trinity? What does the word Trinity mean? It means, it, I believe it had a religious overtones of being like, you know, the, the, the holy Trinity. So, so with the play on words of being vampires, being unholy, so it would be the blade, uh, the, like the divine three, the father, the son, and the holy spirit, slash ghost, slash Yahweh, slash, you know, as you would. Wow, that gives it even even worse context because that that movie, if it if it was the Blade Thirty, then I would I would think is better than uh, if it was the Blade Holy Third option to like complete. Hey man, going to heaven. Don't count those chickens before they hatch because you know twenty years down the road we might get a reanimated Wesley Snipes coming back for Blade Thirty. If Westworld is any indication of the rest of the world, of course it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, of course. If I had a list of guys to make into a robot. Wesley Snipes would probably be in my top ten. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. I would, I would, I would fear for the future if we had Terminators known as Wesley Snipes around. Oh, he'd be, he'd be terrifying as a robot. But Play Trinity is the movie we're doing, and it is. Uh, if you've seen it, continue listening. If you haven't, watch it and then continue listening, because it, really the only way to understand this movie is to see it. It is a, it is a it, movie. Definitely. It's it's a movie, part of a trilogy, the final of a trilogy. We did it because Deadpool 2 is coming out. I'm positive that this is the reason Ryan Reynolds got the job of Deadpool. One of them. One of them, without question. He, um, This was his first, believe it or not, foray into superhero roles. Believe it or not. So he, he matches uh, Chris Evans in, in starting early in, in storied Marvel franchises. But we'll get into it. But first I need to go back to the tomato meter. Tomato meter. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Do you remember the tomato meter from last episode? I think so. It had something to do with the original Deadpool. Is that correct? Yes, we were uh, we were going to guess what the new Rotten Tomatoes ratings were for yeah. the movies coming out this week. Okay. Yeah. 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 So we had uh, we had Deadpool, and what was the other film? Last week we guessed Deadpool two and Show Dogs. Show Dogs. The half animated, ha- basically Babe uh, style animation of of dog uh, show breeds. Yeah, it was Snow Dogs with a with a higher N. With Will Arnett. Yes, and uh, we guess we guess the ratings of these according to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so what we guess for show, show Dogs? So I guessed what ten? You went low for Show Dogs. You went to eleven percent. Eleven percent. I had uh, not much higher at fifteen percent. Uh huh. Where, where did we meet in the middle? And the final answer was twenty three percent. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Wow, that's incredible. Good good job, Show Dogs. 26. 26 but I, but I also have breaking news. Oh, no. It's moved up. It's moved up. Just since the last time I read this, which was a couple hours ago, <laughs> it is now 26%. It is f- officially out of real rotten territory. Wow. Yes. It's incredible. If you were looking forward to a Show Dogs episode, you're going to have to continue looking. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to have to convince a couple critics to give it a couple more uh, bad ratings. Yeah. Either way, I win that one. Contact your local critic. But for Deadpool 2. 
Deadpool 2. So so I believe I guessed uh, 85. You did guess 85. Mm-hmm. I guessed 81. Oh, you guessed 81. And it is at 84%. Ooh, doggies. Steven gets his first win of the year so first far. First win of the year, you know. Can't 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 lose them all, right? So that means I am three and one. Nice. And you are one and three. Nice. I believe that's how that math works. Which means that I win the podcast so far. No. Uh, as the as as the number one host. Yeah. I mean, you are the. This is this is going to be an eternal struggle for who is the number one host, and I am uh, so far the number one. You know, some people just like to live in a different reality. And just and just learn from alternative facts. You guys should guess uh, what solos. Oh, hey, happen. Kyle! I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> What's up, man? I didn't even... guess who's back. Man. Yeah, I'm back. Kyle's fact check. Back again. Kyle's back. fact check. No, it's the fact corner. Kyle's fact corner. Kyle's fact corner is back. Yeah, back. And uh, after uh, after being promoted a guest, I uh, got fired for a couple of weeks, and now I'm back. I believe a guest isn't a promotion; it's just called being a guest. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're just back at the original position that you should be in. So glad to, glad you have a back, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, uh, do you have any any news to tell us? Anything new? Any news or any sweet uh, ass facts? Well, I want you. I do want you guys to guess what Solo, Star Wars story is gonna get. Okay, we'll take a guess at that. Yeah, uh, we will. It's, it's currently guess. sitting at what seventy, seventy two, seventy one percent. But first, I want I want a ten second review of Avengers. Oh yes, from Kyle Katsumas. Haven't haven't seen haven't seen you since since ten Avengers really, Kyle. Review. Why don't you why don't you give us a good review? As as um, first of all, let me preface this as the roommates to uh, to Kyle in uh, in the Shred Quarters. It is uh, something that is often talked about before the movie came out is how much Kyle was excited to see this movie. We would be talking about things that I were was pretty very excited un- to see this movie. we were talking about things that were very unrelated to Avengers, and then Kyle would say, "So how many times are we going to see this movie?" This will all probably get cut out. So here you go, Kyle. You have ten seconds starting now. It was what it was expected to be. You know, it was a culmination of all the movies, and it was great. He only needed 6.69 seconds. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> 69, dude. And we're not just joined by uh, Kyle's Fat Corner. We also have a new band leader today. For the most part. For the most part. We don't have a band, but we have a leader of the non-existent band, and that is now K-Jack's Band Shack. K-Jack's Band Shack, brought to you by Zildjian Symbols. Our other, uh, our other backup host... Backup producer, backup guest. No, he's just he's just here because he knows a lot about um, Wesley Snipes movies. He's our he's our local uh, local uh, sniper. You know, local sniper. Yeah. yeah, I like that sniper. Yeah, I'm a sniper. Yeah. Welcome, Alex. Yeah, the only time you'll ever be called a sniper. Congratulations. Exactly. Yeah. Alex mm. is going to fill in occasionally. I want to emphasize. I just here. Can we, oh. can we break it right here? I cannot imagine uh, uh, Alex as a as a sniper or as a s- scout for a sniper. He'd be, just be like just staring into the binoculars. Yeah, he's over there. <laughs> <laughs> he's not that far away. No, you got the shot. My shot, Lids would make that shot. <laughs> so God. you could totally make that shot. If Derek Carr could throw <laughs> over 700 yards a game, you could make that shot. <laughs> Where were we? Keep that in the show. <laughs> because that's a cold open right that's there. That's real right there. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we've introduced our our mostly unwelcome co-hosts, was that an introduction? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah what's up, Alex? Introduction? Yeah, if yeah. you need to know, Alex, just listen to that portrayal. Okay. But solo, okay. you got a guess for solo. I, I'm looking at the score right now. We're looking at right at seventy one percent. 
Seventy-one percent is a is the early score. So let's let's do an over under. Do an over under. Are you saying it's going to go higher than seventy-one, or are you saying it's going to go lower? <sighs> That's a bold move. I think it. So if, if it hot. started at seventy-two and dropping to seventy-one, it might go lower. But I'm going to take the over on this. You're going to take the over. I'll take the over. I'm happy to take the under on that. I think it's going to end up at a yeah. nice sold sixty-nine. I, I think you got it. I think you got it. It's going to be certified fresh, but just barely. Just barely. I'll but, take the but under I'm, too. But I'm being the I'm being positive about it. I, I'm I'm partial to uh, Alden Ehrenreich. There I said it. Yeah, and I, of course Donald Glover. Who I'm doesn't like, love Donald yeah, Glover? That's that's the thing that gets me about this movie is because I I I just trust Donald Glover's judgment in things now. Yeah, because he has the best taste. Yeah, it's like Jordan Peele. Like whatever Jordan Peele says, I should watch, mm. and anything that he's going to make, I'll be like I. Know that you have good enough taste where I will enjoy this. Hot takes, indeed. Hot takes. And first I think of, that, I think that Don Don Glover is in that level. Yeah, I, 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 I could, I could see that. But now it's time to get to the movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. We're talking Blade Trinity. Ooh. But before we do that, oh, we're gonna take a break from our sponsor. Oh. And we're back. Hey, that wasn't exhausting. No, not at all. Now it's time to talk about Blade Colon Trinity. Nice. Uh, my favorite thing about Blade Colon Trinity is that it has a colon. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know what colons mean, but I'm pretty excited to find out one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, some people need to take creative writing. There's a couple things I got to tell you about this movie. First of all, it's directed by David S. Goer and his... Goya? Goya? Goyer? The Goya? Goya? He's either Goyam. Goyer? No, it's Goyer. Goyer. David Goyer. S. Goyer. Uh, he, he also wrote the movie. He did. And there was another movie that he wrote. Uh, Blade One? Yes. Oh, cool. And uh, Kyle, do you have any uh, Batman facts about this movie? He wrote Batman Begins. David S. Goyer did, or 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 Wesley Snipes. David S. Goyer did. Oh, okay, that's good. Enough. He didn't write Blade Two. Nope. Oh, uh, he did write Blade Two. As our resident Bat- Batman fan, uh, yeah. or Bat fan, as we he say, did write Blade Two. Yeah, yeah, he did. Are you uh, are you on board with Batman Begins, or do you think it's the worst of the three? I'm on board with Batman Begins. So yes. what? So it's not the worst of the three. It's not. Okay. All right. The Good third be. is the worst of the three. If oh, you that's really unfortunate. Want to get into it. There that's you go, David. But that's all we need. But that's all we need to know. Thanks, thanks, Kyle. Because uh, we're not here to talk about Batman. We're talking about Blade Trinity. It starred Wesley Snipes as Blade. Chris, hey, hey. Chris Christopherson as Whistler. Yep. Uh, Alex, I have a question for you about Whistler. Did Whistler die in every other Blade movie? Yeah, they made it look like uh, Whistler died at the end of every movie. And then in the third movie, you think, oh, you know, he's finally, you know, and then they just kill him off in the next, in like the first five minutes of the movie. Hmm. Interesting. So Alex is here to provide our Blade Facts. Yeah. K-Jack's Blade Facts. K-Jack's Blade Facts. Brought to you by Supercuts. Because I have to be honest, I'm not a big Blade guy. Um, I I have seen every Blade. Mm Mm-hmm. So have I. But I'd like I, to I, think I'm a big Blade fan, but I didn't watch the show. I don't know if I can tell you there was a any, show? anything that happens in any other Blade. There was a show on Spike TV. Yes. Yeah, Kyle, I thought you were the part of the fat corner. You should have you should have brought that this. fact up. And it was starring oh, there you go. And it again. was starring a member of the hip hop group Onyx. Oh wow. It was it Sticky Fingers? I don't was it? I'm no, not sure. It wasn't Kyle, can you look things. that up? Yeah, who was the star of Blade? I, I just series? know it's one of the three was it members of Onyx. Gollum. <laughs> Or Geodude. Geodude. I was a big Geodude It is. Guy. It is spelled the same exact way, so Nick isn't exactly wrong. Wow. 
It also starred uh, Dominic Purcell as uh, yep. Drake slash Dracula. Dracul, yeah. We had Jessica Biel as uh, Abigail Whistler. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan Reynolds as Hannibal King. Hey, no wonder we're doing this movie. It's got Deadpool. Yeah, it was Sticky Fingers. Sticky Fingers was Blade? Yes. yes. What? That's crazy. I didn't know I got that right. On Spike TV. So the bandits from uh, Home Alone 2. That's cool. Uh, the movie also <laughs> like starred the movie also starred Parker Posey, who is uh, currently in Lost in Space, which I have been watching. Oh, nice. Uh, she is great at being dead inside. Oh, yeah. She just has one of those dead inside faces. The plot keywords of this movie. We got Vampire Slayer, Blade, Dracula, Blood, Vampire Hunter. The tagline of this movie is, where it began, so it shall end. That, that makes zero sense because it didn't have anything to do with the first movie. Oh, I get it. Dracula's Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Stu- Studio, New Line Cinema, release date December 8th, 2004, R rating, and 113 excruciating minutes. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, this is a long one. And 13. And, and, and 113. 113 excruciating minutes. And by the way, it, it is the shortest of the Blade series. Is that real? That is, that is yeah. a real fact. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, how crazy is that? It felt like the longest movie of all time. Going back to that tr- the Trinity definition earlier, looking mm-hmm. at the definition of Trinity, textbook definition is the Christian Godhead as one God in three persons, as Stephen mentioned, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The second definition is a group of three people or things. So I'm thinking Trinity is in reference to it being Blade and Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel's character. Or it's just the third movie. These are all. <laughs> first off, thanks K- Alex for putting in a. Kjax Blade, Sh- Blade Shack is going head to head with Kyle's Fat Corner right now. Yeah, I feel and like I don't know what to, to make debate. of it. They need to have debate on what's truth and what's uh, what's fake news. I've never seen them fight before. It's like seeing your two kids fight, and then you're like, I hope one of you kills the other one, so yeah. I only have one kid to work yeah, about. Yeah, one less mouth to feed. <laughs> yeah, it's either you kill your brother or else I'm gonna kill you both. But I, uh, I, I, I can see that. Uh, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? So, uh, so the Father would be Blade, right? Yeah. And the Son is uh, Ryan Reynolds, and, and that Abigail's makes the uh, Holy Ghost. That makes Jessica Biel the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Uh, that makes no, zero sense. Whistler. Okay. No, I think, no, I because think because Jessica Whistler. Biel. Is yeah, because Whistler died. The Son. So Jessica Biel. So she's the, the ghost. ghost. She's the ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you know, Blade's half human. Well, and, and, and he moves right. through the night. Drake essentially the is a god. Then who would too. be the Father? It's Trinity. It doesn't matter. It's a play on a holy words and unholy beings, as well as being the third installment in this goddamn series. That's all. What it's, not, it's not a goddamn thesis I on theology. And this is what Real Rotten is here for. It's to fucking talk about this stuff. I did not see Carrie Ann Moss once in this movie. Yeah, either. yeah. That's total fake news. Wow, yeah. that's upsetting. Yeah. She was, it was fresh, off, fresh off Matrix Revolutions. I mean, come on. Jeez. Rotten Tomatoes rating 25%. Fresh ratings, 42, mm. 125 Rotten Ones. Hot damn. The audience gave it a 59%. So uh, above above half, which is, you know, acceptable. Budget was $65 million. It made $52 million in the U.S. of A and 128 worldwide. Mm. So that means it probably broke even. Broke even, which is, which is technically a failure, I guess, from the studios, which I, I still don't understand, but okay. Rotten Tomatoes said... This movie is louder, campier, and more incoherent than its predecessors. Blade hmm. Trinity seems content to emphasize style over substance and rehash familiar themes. Yeah, yeah, it's right there in a nutshell. I think that uh, that review is more eloquent than anything this movie had to say. Yeah, I agree. 
my blurb was uh i hope this is the end that it's three and out for blade franchise and that was done by mr richard roper mr richard roper he 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 knows how to co- he knows how to um what do you call that when you when you when you condense it condense all the to, words you need to say how to be concise how to be concise you know that's another c word richard concise roper that's what they call it <sighs> anyways um my blurb is by the, the, the Norwegian nightmare, Eric Lundegaard, out of the Seattle Times. He states, uh, our obsession with style over substance is becoming pathological. When are we going to get sick of this stuff? And the answer, Eric, is never. Obviously. Never. Obviously never. Why would you even ask that question in a review? If anything, these movies are tenfold nowadays. Yeah, it's, it's, it's once every two weeks something like this comes out. But now it's time to get in the movie. It's oh, time sure. to talk about Blade Trinity, as uh, hopefully as short as we possibly can. Yeah, I like the movie. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah it, we know, Alex. We our, know you like the movie. That's end, why you're giving a mic. Our end goal is to make this podcast much shorter than the film itself. That's our goal today, Chains. Which is why we're going to do the two-minute recap right, right now. now. It's the two-minute recap. Two-minute recap. Totally out of tune. I'll start the recap. Do you? Do you want to give it to KJAX? I think he can do the full two. He's watched this enough times. How, how many ballpark, ballpark, uh, Alex, sir, have you seen this movie? I would say probably five or six times. Five or six times, and you own the DVD. And you've uh, seen it that actually, little yeah, times. I think the only question you need to ask is, who owns the DVD to Blade Trinity? Yeah. <laughs> please, please speak into your microphone. All Starting right, on three. Next. One, two, three. I had to. Okay, okay, there you go. So uh, we have our two-minute recap expert. I I bought it to just complete the collection. Oh sure, yeah, that's a, that's a great excuse I, to buy own, Blade Trinity. Because I own all three. Look, I bought Time Cop too because it's part of the series. <laughs> Do you have it on Blu-ray? No, I don't have it on Blu-ray, Kyle. You need because I don't have Shame. a Blu-ray. Now, player. now you do. I bought yeah, Land. Yeah, I bought Land Before Time one, so I had to buy Land Before Time <laughs> twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. I didn't have a choice. I had to know what Littlefoot is <laughs> going right. to do in the 27th time. <laughs> Littlefoot die in the 26th one. I will start the timer for you, Alex. So Starting. I'm doing all two minutes? Yeah, you're doing all it right. all, baby. Here you go. You ready? All right. All right. So it starts in um, Syria. The vampires are regrouping and looking for the all-knowing first vampire. They find him. Uh, cut to uh, Blade kicking ass as usual. He ends up getting framed by the vampires because uh, they uh, have him kill a human, which gets the cops onto him. Uh, the cops end eventually find him and Whistler. Uh, Whistler ends up getting killed, finally. And um, Blade gets taken into custody. Um, Blade's then interrogated by the humans. And then he is then rescued by Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel's character. He gets introduced to the ragtag team of misfits who then uh, they proceed to uh, find out what is this Drake guy is all about. Um, you have one minute left. So he ends up getting in uh, a couple skirmishes with Drake, uh, which eventually leads to Ryan Reynolds' character getting captured. So Blade has to Blade and Jessica Biel's character have to go rescue him. They go to some big skyscraper thing where I guess where are the vampire headquarters. <laughs> they break in. Blade and Drake have a epic battle um drake gives props to blade at the end blade i guess dies and then you know he wakes up on the table and they leave a big cliffhanger and ryan reynolds just tells you that oh yeah he didn't die his his heart just slowed down and then that's it that's literally the movie that was a 113 minute movie 
condensed into one minute and 30 seconds. Hey, we couldn't ask for anything else. That Did I do a good job? You left out the whole point of, uh, of what Ryan Reynolds and um, Jessica Biel's group was doing. They're trying to do the, the biological warfare Oh, and I forgot Jessica Biel's, Jessica Biel's the, the daughter of Whistler. But it doesn't yeah. matter because yeah. this movie sucks. Yeah, but they don't, yeah, but they don't really – yeah, it's, it's – there, there's <laughs> a lot matter. of – they don't really develop anything. They just yeah. throw things at you and then just expect you to run with it. That's they, what they, really makes they, this movie they so They really under-emphasize under the whole biological weapon that would wipe out all of the vampires on the planet based on killing Dracula. Oh, and I also forgot that they find out that the vampire final solution is to harvest humans and basically use them as like similar to the Matrix. As blood like hooking, Yeah, hooking them up bags. to machines and just harvesting their blood. To be honest, I could. That is a uh, a great use of humans, especially the worthless what? ones. What? <laughs> I mean, they're they're mostly using like worthless humans. Hey, so, first they uh, took the homeless, <laughs> and that should have been a really shocking and like big scene. But it kind of just came out of nowhere, and you were kind of like, it was still pretty disturbing, but it just not it, as shocking as it should have been. Yes, exactly. I think the Matrix really knocked the wind out of the, those sales. Absolutely, I think everything in this movie arms. wasn't as shocking as it should have been, which leads us to. Who was shockingly bad in this movie? Ooh, and who was the worst? And who was good? Nick, you want to kick us off? Or, or Alex, you got opinions about this? I'll start uh, us off with uh, Ryan Reynolds as... As Ryan Reynolds? As Hannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal King. King. Yeah. Hannibal King as Ryan Reynolds? A.K.A. Ryan Reynolds, a.k.a. Future Deadpool. Eden, ladies. Hannibal King! Yes. Uh, I, I am only going to put him in the good category because it got him the job of Deadpool. Pretty much. I mean, he, he hadn't done a movie before that he could use as his reel for Deadpool. And I think this is the thing that put him over the top. This yeah. was his first action movie. And it was, yeah, it was his first uh, real movie where he swore a lot, too. So that helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if he wasn't that great in the movie, which he was okay. I mean, I thought he was funny. But that's in retrospect after Deadpool already coming out. Um, I'll still give him benefit of the doubt that he he really uh, he earned he earned this role. So yeah. so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Ryan Reynolds props on this movie, especially uh, especially hot quotes like uh, her name is Danica Talos. You met her earlier, and unlike typical vampires, her fangs are located in her vagina. Yeah, see that's hilarious. I mean, uh, who 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 doesn't crack up at that stuff? Ryan Reynolds, you know, he knows how to turn a phrase. Stephen, who'd you have as your who worked in the movie? I agree uh, about the Ryan Reynolds, but um, I got to give props where props is due. Um, you know, Wesley Snipes. He he plays the Blade. There is no other Wesley. Blade. Didn't notice it was a popularity contest. He was the only believable character to me. Yeah, yeah. He 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 fully committed to the role well, without makes question. Sense because this is the third Blade movie, so. Uh, I what mean, you wouldn't think he, <laughs> he would, would phone it in for be being the third one? No, because it could be the third one, and he's contractually obligated, and he could phone it in. You never know, Kyle. You don't know. You don't no. know what Wesley was thinking. It's already in people's doesn't minds sound that like a fact, is. Kyle. It doesn't sound like you're it sounds like an opinion. Just stating, stating fake news. We got fake news, Kyle, over there. <laughs> who who didn't work for me was Dominic Purcell. Oh, I just you didn't, didn't like Dominic Purcell. It's not so much. I could see him as uh, the character he was cast to play. Mm. But, Dracula. Yeah, but they Dracula. didn't. Drake. Just like a lot of the other movie, they didn't invest enough time to develop the character or really anything about him. So he wasn't intimidating to me, and I also just I didn't know why I should care. You know why you were intimidated? Because one of the scenes, he runs away from Blade and doesn't even fight him, so he's not intimidating at all. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. I we will you. accept that as a fact. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Kyle, thank you, he for, thank you for your fact. Because he technically ran away. 
Um, who worked for you though, okay, Jack? Who worked for me? Um, I think Triple H. No, I'm just kidding. Really? Um, no, he he did work for me. Actually, no. he would have been my no, other no, no, choice. No, no. Oh, I'm in on. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna Levesque. take that one because I knew you were gonna take that one, Steve. To me, the most I, I love Chris Christopherson as Whistler, even though he was only in the movie for ten minutes. He's so old in this, though. He is very old. Oh my God, Chris Christopherson's so old, and he's still alive. He's and the it's Obi Wan to Blade. Um, Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> Jesus. Just saying. Just fucking piping in. Mentor in a hero's journey. Man, this is just compelling content you're giving us, Kyle. I actually liked Parker Post. Yeah. I liked Parker Posey's character. I can see why people didn't like her, mm-hmm. but some of her lines, I could see that she just seemed like the bitchy, disinterested mm. vamp. Like, I mean, like in terms of like, I, I laughed at a lot of her lines. Like no, just she's when, good. when she first came in, it was like, hey, Blade, it's finally nice to meet you. Just being like, being like oh, gosh, like this, this guy, this is the guy. She was just like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I actually really like Parker Posey. Yeah. No, she's a great actress. Um, who didn't work for me? Um, I would have to say Jessica Biel. I don't like her in a serious role. I didn't like her in this. I didn't like her in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I really enjoyed her as the comedic role. She's a good. She's a good comedic actress and in a good lighthearted uh, romance, slightly dramatic, um, you know, Seventh Heaven oriented actress. All right, Nick. Uh, who didn't work for you in this movie? I think <laughs> I think Jessica Biel actually did work in the movie as what she was. She she didn't have to bring a lot, so I feel like there there wasn't a lot for her to mess up in that situation. I can't shoot around corners. I can. Felt like she had to bring a lot because she was the bastard child of uh, of Whistler, and so she had that giant chip on her shoulder. I'm gonna say Whistler didn't work for me because he yeah. he contributed little to nothing. Yeah. To everything happening, and he he gave no heads up to when he thought something was going to happen. Getting reckless, Blade. Killing vampires is clean. The ash don't leave any evidence behind. Yeah. He led Blade into multiple multiple traps in yeah. the whole first twenty minutes of the movie. So I feel and just like Whistler. Aren't you supposed to be like the guy we we rely on to like get Blade through the stuff? Yeah, and but then, he told him he's getting old, man. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good warning there, Whistler. Thanks for uh, thanks for telling me that I uh, I'm a little old to handle being a vampire slayer. Blade's not gonna listen to that shit. I feel like David S. Goyer wrote these three movies as as to like tell the audience you should watch these movies in consecutive order because you see like a full arc of Whistler of like him dying in the first movie, but then he all of a sudden did not die in the second movie and he's back and he's totally revived, but then he ultimately dies in the third act. Which I, I think it, it's it's it, that's a it's a good debate, and I'm sticking to it. But the real question is, which character would you replace with an animal, mm, and what animal would that be? I feel like you already know the answer to this. You rep- you uh, you obviously replace Chris Christopherson with a um a, a one of those shaggy dogs from the Shaggy Dog movies. <laughs> he he's the best guide. He has that lovable face, and I feel like them shaggy dogs know how to control their uh, M16 rifles to fire at the FBI. Okay, yeah, I, I could see it hard to being uh, being hard to shoot a shaggy dog. Yeah, and uh, there's a bunch of hair there, and their hair, yeah, their hair's flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're there, but they're actually over here. The ghosts, they're the real ghosts. Yeah, they they might as well be the holy ghosts. They're the ghost dogs. So they're the, the way of the samurai. So the part of the trilogy is actually the shaggy dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where's Tim Allen? Where you at? Who's I, your who's your who's your nominal that you'd replace in the film? I'd have to say you replace uh, Parker Posey with a. Uh, an opossum. Ooh, an opossum. Wow. Because Parker Posey, 
She she has like a scary face, but her smile is very scary. Yeah, but it needs to be a little bit scarier. And the only the only smile scarier than Parker Posey's is an opossum. Oh my god, I had a nightmare the other day about an opossum. So so thank you for bringing up those those nom shell shocking moments in my. And dream. it can be it's it's like the type of opossum where you see it and at first you think it might be cute. And then all of a sudden, it smiles at you, and even though it's trying to be nice, it still looks intimidating. There's no such thing as a cute opossum, without question. If there I had to no... choose, if I had to choose between between seeing a raptor in a dark alley and an opossum, I'd probably choose a raptor. I'd choose the raptor too, to be honest, because I'd b- I believe that that'd be more. Um, I'd I'd believe I'd be more on a hallucinogen seeing a raptor than I would see. Yeah, a raptor, I would know automatically. Like I need to run away from this, but an opossum, I would be like, hey, maybe it's nice, and then it lures me in a little bit. Plays Bite. possum on you. Yeah. That's it, what it does. And then it bites my hand. It just sucks its, my whole body right into its mouth. That was my nightmare. I'm pretty sure that's what happens with that the That was my nightmare. Goddamn South American marsupials. And now it's time for our next new segment. Unless Alex has a... Uh... I thought we were all going to talk about an animal. Alex, yeah, do you have an yeah. animal? What's your, what's your, what's your naminal? Well, I would, I would do kind of a, a hybrid of sense where I would just want Blade to turn into a bat, have the ability to turn into a bat. Like have a Dracula sort of power where he can yeah. uh, uh, metamorphosize. You mean you would like if any vampire in this movie showed that they could be a bat? Essentially. Yeah, yeah why did they get rid of that? Uh, no, well, Dracula did. He, t- he took the form of different people like he took the form of Whistler. Of Dominic Purcell. Yeah, because that's definitely not his true form. I don't know why he chose Dominic Purcell. Because how he's dumb is it that they would turn into a bat? Kyle, <laughs> that why? doesn't... Kyle, why did they not turn into Because a bat? it's part of the original lore, Kyle. They, they metamorphosized into There's, animals. Dracula wanna, turned would, into a bat and a wolf. I would want to see like an all-bat battle where they're all in bat form and then they all... It's like, it's like a dog fight, but it's, it's, a bat but it's a dog fight, but it's fucking bats flying in the air, flipping it's at each bat-ful. other. It's a battle. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, 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 uh, a, man, that's no. a nice if word. If it wasn't for the wordplay, I would say no. I would turn that movie off right now. But if, no. if somebody pitched it to me as a battle... I would, uh, I, I would have to watch that. If that happened in this film, you know Ryan Reynolds would say that. He's oh, like, yeah. oh my god, it's a battle. I'm surprised and then look he didn't the say that once. He wasn't watching the fight. He was getting his ass kicked by Triple H. He was getting pedigree by Triple H. Oh, stay. And now it's time for a new segment that we like to call... Is this for real? Oh, for real. This is the moment in the movie when you realize that this film is ridiculous and why are you still watching it? Yeah. What, what, what was that moment for you, KJX? It wasn't necessarily uh, for there wasn't a moment, but what I was like, "Are you for real?" was the the lack of his um, his boomerang blade. Like you did not. That's like a signature yeah. part of the blade movies, and you did not see it I until waiting, the very end of the movie. For it all day, yeah. Especially when it was such a cock tease in the in the first Blade film, where he he, he showed it, it showed it off time. in the first five minutes. First five minutes, he shows it off. Yeah, for being named Blade, he used a surprising amount of non-blades in this movie. Yeah, he barely used his sword, the Daywalker. Um, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But you know, that's uh, David S. Goyer for you, going for his uh, flashy, flashy moves instead of practicalities. I would say my uh, is this for real moment is all the penultimate fights. Yeah, it felt like there were so many finishing fights in this movie, yeah. and none of them led to the end of the fucking movie. Yeah. I would see a fight, and then I would just be like, oh, this has got to be the end of the movie. And then 20 minutes later, another fight. Oh, okay, this has got to be the end of the movie. 20 minutes later, this has to be the end of the movie. Finally, when you get the triple fight, you know that it's going to end because it's it's uh, Ryan Reynolds fighting Triple H, and then it's Blade fighting Vampire, and then it's, well, and then Ryan Reynolds getting choked out by Parker Posey. 
But yeah, David which, S. Gore pretty much wanted to uh, use use yeah. fight sequences as chapters in this film. It seemed like we for, we can't skip over how Hannibal King was going to die. Yeah, had, had the uh, the the curse not been lifted. Yeah, without question. So kind of kind of a bitch move there, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he should have went out with the went out with the crew. You forgot about the vampire dogs too. You thought he was a goner in that in that scene too. Yeah, dogs are stupid. He can he can t- handle himself. That did the the Pomeranian the Pomeranian with the the inside alien mouth did uh, did freak predator me. mouth. I believe it was the Reaper mouth from the second uh, blade, but I don't I don't know that for sure. Kyle, why don't you check that out? There was an alien mouth, and that was when uh, Dracula turned back into Dracula. Oh yeah, and it turns out Dracula is not just a white guy with pointy ears. No, first of all, it is or a, a it is a bitch full, it is a full on scary creature. Yeah, he looks like so, an alien. He's a terrifying so, demon. So I'll give them that. I, this is the scariest Dracula I've ever seen. Yeah, one of them. I I still get creeped out by Gary Oldman though. He still creeps me out as old Dracula, with his buns. You know what I'm talking about? His boob buns, boom boob hair buns. It's terrifying. We'll rewatch the Dracula movie with directed by Francis Ford Coppola. You know what I'm talking about. But the, the the scariest part of of the of the monster Dracula was that he had an alien mouth that was able to punch. He held Wesley Snipes <laughs> up with both of his arms, and then and then punched him in the face with his mouth. Yeah. At that point, I was like, "This guy should win." Yeah. There's no way. There's no way this guy should walk out of this building with it with it, taking an L. If his name really should have just been Mouth Puncher instead of Dracula, because that's a way more scarier name. We Wasn't feeling the Final Fantasy armor he had on before that. He had just like one arm, yeah. with like with like a metal arm. Yeah, sweet ass, like, ch- sweet ass uh, medieval armor only on one arm. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's great. My for real moment was, um, it's just uh, you know. It's the lack of uh, of blade quotes. Mm-hmm. I believe that here. I got I got the number right here. It's a nice segue into uh, best lines. Blade spoke. Blade, aka Wesley Snipes, said less than a hundred sentences in this movie. That's astounding. And that includes one word sentences and even ono onomatopoeic sentences, like when he <laughs> told the baby "Gucci goo," "Gucci goo," "Gucci goo," or, or, <laughs> or mm. yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, automatically favorite lines in the movie are him saying Gucci Goo to a to a baby. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so it was weird. Maybe that was part of this whole tension that was between David S. Goyer and Wesley Snipes uh, during the entire production of this film. You ever hear uh, Patton Oswalt talk about working on this movie? What did he, what does he say about that? I know, I know, it was pretty crazy. He said stuff. Wesley Snipes would only communicate through sticky notes. Yeah, through post it. <laughs> yeah, and that every time they walked by his trailer, it would just smell of reek of weed oh that's awesome (laughs) he wouldn't talk to anybody else and he would go it was like the prototypical like uh what would you call it like just asshole like just uh, diva diva yeah he was being a total diva i guess he was doing method the whole time so he was blade the whole time he wouldn't be called Uh, wesley he was called blade the entire uh, production of the film as well so so wesley snipes is a method actor only when he was blade no meth head actor yeah he would uh, he'd walk he'd walk out of the trailer and they'd be like Wesley can you take your glasses off and then he'd be like Blade wears his glasses all the time yeah because he's high That's as balls got. yeah because <laughs> his eyes are red because he, he's the type of guy that would refuse to put in eye drops I could see that yeah and just this adds like, a whole new no. dimension suggest, he doesn't take suggestions he's Mr Snipes plays by his own rules <laughs> he's Mr Blade okay I'm talking to him as the actor when so. when my sisters have a child I'm gonna 
exclusively be Mr. Blade to that child. Mr. Blade to that child. Yeah, not Uncle Nick. Not Uncle Blade. Nick. It's always going to be Mr. Blade. Blade. Yeah. Call him Blades. Blades with a Z. There goes Blades. Oh, I want to play with Blades. He's 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 more fun <laughs> than Dad. Alex, what are your Alex? What are your best lines? Um. Well, first of all, I agree with you 100% that there was an astounding lack of blade in this movie for mm-hmm. being like, you know, the third movie should have been the climactic finish. There's there's another there's another one kind of like that where he says, what the fuck's wrong with y'all? You think this is a fucking sitcom? What is this? What is that? Fuck you. It's a joke, huh? The fuck is wrong with y'all? You think this is a joke? You think this is a fucking sitcom? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you think this is a sitcom? And a imme- fucking joke? You think this is a sitcom and it immediately cuts to Patton Oswalt who oh. starred in uh, <laughs> King of Queens? <laughs> oh, I would say... My favorite line is when him and Drake are about to duke it out, and Drake's Ooh, like, yeah. Blade, ready to die. And then Blade pulls out his sword. That's the, it's like it's the first time he really pulls out his sword all in the movie. And he That's goes, right. I was born ready, motherfucker. Blade, ready to die. I was born ready, motherfucker. I appreciate I was, any any star of a movie that can say motherfucker. I love the, the way thing. Wesley Snipes says motherfucker. Yeah, he knows how to say it. Nino Nino don't take no mess. He does too good with that. I I would have to say uh, I have a couple of favorite lines. Cool. First first off is Wesley Snipes saying, uh, "What the fuck is wrong with y'all? You think this is a fucking sitcom?" Talking to Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel, and I think that's how he really felt on set for this thing. Yes. It was just like, why are these two in my movie? And uh, he improvised that line, and then it was like. He won't let us redo the take, so we ha- we have to take that one. Yeah, <laughs> but then uh, my other favorite is uh, is definitely Triple H, who when Ryan Reynolds insults his uh, dick size, Triple H is like, "You've never seen my dick." <laughs> this dog has a bigger dick than you. And when the fuck did you see my dick, fuck face? Oh, and he goes and, and gets really mad. And you, yeah, when did you see my dick, fuck face? <laughs> <laughs> Kicks him right in the stomach. <laughs> I just find that a fantastic look into both Triple H's life and to that character's life. I think uh, I think there's really something to explore there, and I, I would have liked another movie about it. Yeah. Too I far? Agree. Okay, too far. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like the other line where they were going, we got caught with our pants down, and then Triple H is like, pants down? I'm pretty sure he just fucking ass-raped us. <laughs> we got caught with our pants down. Pants down? They pretty much fucking ass-raped us. As he has blood gouging out of his open eye socket, which for some reason wasn't a silver arrow. Yeah. Um, Jessica Beals or uh, Whistler, Whistler just didn't think to, uh, you know, oh, she just ran out of silver arrows. Yeah, I guess she, she has regular arrows in, the bag, in her bag. Why aren't all of those like vampire killing arrows? And then he just all? leaves it in his eye socket until the meeting. And then, all right, now I'm going to rip this out of my hey, face. Hey, dramatic effect. He's a wrestler. He knows the best times to uh, put on oh, a that's, performance. That's a good point. And he that's wasn't good. even supposed to be in the movie that much. But the producers at New Line loved him so much, they forced uh, Goyer to write more lines for him, which is which is, which is is both good and bad, I, I, I guess. You, but... It sort yeah, of diluted I mean, the film a little film, bit by adding more know, characters. Film the dead space because Wesley didn't have so many lines. Yeah, that's He's true, Kyle. Such that's, an that's, asshole. That's I a guess, great fact. I guess that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> how, how big is Triple? Dude, because I had no. I know wrestlers are big. Triple, Triple H, H, H was huge. Triple, Triple H. H, H looks, he's a big boy. Huge. He's a big boy. And in two thousand four, that was the prime of his his career. He he was ready to make the jump, and then apparently he chose the wrong movie. I believe he's the world champion at that time. Yeah. Pedigree. Stephen, did you have a? Uh, 
favorite line? The best line, uh, without question. It's st- it sticks with me to this day. It's, pr- it's probably the only line that I really remembered from this film uh, verbatim. It's a scene where Blade and uh, Abigail show up to uh, this this building in the middle of the countryside, and it's uh, they don't know what really it is, and they open up the door or. The chief of police is there for some weird reason, uh, and Blade finds that funny, and uh, he subdues the the chief, and he goes, "Hey, because uh, uh, the chief is working with the vampires for some weird reason." Um, Blade stops the chief, and he and he uh, forces him to say, "Now, what's behind door number one?" Which is the which is I guess the building into the eventual blood farm that they that they stumble upon. Chief Martin uh, Vareed says, uh, "I can't tell you, they'll kill me." And Blade says, uh, "Kill you, motherfucker! I'll kill you. I'll just enjoy it better." can't tell you they'll they kill me kill you motherfucker i'll kill you i'll just enjoy it better that's a great line i yeah. love it i love it because it, it felt like the only moment in the film where blade went to wesley snipes and then back to blade real quick because the kill you motherfucker i'll kill you it sounded very uh like he, he was in a back back in a new jack yeah it was really the only time that you felt like the real like the the, the sassy blade and the blade that you like the less depressing break. Like blade. it was probably Wesley Snipes, eighteen hours on the set, and this is like their tenth take, and he's just so pissed off at at this black dude for 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 underperforming his line that um he he had to he had to check him. One last question before we get to top five. Sure. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has his vampire tattoo right above his crotch. Yeah. Uh, where would you get your vampire tattoo? I'd get it um, if you were a vampire sympathizer. I'd get it on my lips. Uh, you know that space on my lip, uh, the inside of your lip. Yeah, because it'll eventually go away, but uh, but uh, you it'll know. stay hidden though. Stay hidden. Yeah, I get mine on my Gucci mane. The right in the gooch, cheek? right in the Gucci mane. You know how painful that would be <laughs> on your cheek or on your gooch. His gooch mane, <laughs> my Gucci mane. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where would I get mine? I'd probably get mine right on your forehead. Yep. <laughs> uh, really tiny below your right eye. Yeah, I was thinking eyebrow. Eyebrow would be my second choice. I was thinking choice, right to, over the be, nipple. Just thinking, to be socially unacceptable. I was thinking right over the nipple. Yeah, you know, on the nipple. That's painful. You know, That's either either there, painful. either there, on the inside of my armpit. Why do you want to get in the most painful spots in the world? Because because he's dedicated to the vampire craft. So dedicated. Because you down with the cause. Now it's time for the Even. top five. Top five. And for the top five today, we have six different. Vampire series. Hey, we have we have as many choices as we want, man. Well, yeah, yeah, we have as many as we want, but uh, we came up with six. <laughs> We're going to rank franchises, including television. Uh, what we got so far is Blade, Twilight, Underworld, Buffy, Vampire Diaries, and True Blood. These are all m- movies with two, at least two movies. Uh, if it's a TV show, it has at least two shows, which uh, you know isn't much for a, a show, but you know it counts. And uh, I'll start off by saying number one out of all of these, number one vampire is Buffy. Ooh, yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a. I mean, I think I think popular money wise, you got to go Twilight, but I think uh, overall quality, along with, you know, I mean, look, it was it was a successful film in the early '90s, which branched out into a television series that lasted. What 10, 12 years spun yeah. off multiple series? Six uh, years. Angel. Uh, what? What else? What else? We got like two other shows that spun off Buffy. I mean, not even talking about the careers that it it spun off into. No kidding. Like it, it was it was uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's main vehicle. She she. Oh no, it was a it was a seven year seven year show. Oh, oh, oh. Really, really, what I'm looking to debate about is uh is where Blade and Underworld go against each other. Okay. Um. 
Twilight we can put at two or off the board is really what it comes down to. Uh, I think that we we have to just give in and give Twilight number two as the most widely seen popular vampire it's not the series best. of all time. It may be popular, but it ain't the best. If we're gonna go if we're gonna go best, I would say the most successful, even if it was only two movies and, and not necessarily a TV show, but it's mostly books driven, this would be the, the, the Lestat series, without question. That's it's it's the most popular. It's the most uh what are the, what most are those worked two on. Those two movies are Interview with a Vampire and uh, Queen of the Damned. D- two completely uh, different movies in, in acting and direction, but um, still part of the Lestat series nonetheless. I, c- I could be uh, on board with putting that as the number two, mm-hmm. considering those those two movies are both better than... Uh, so, so. So where does the, the what well, I want to hear I want to hear uh, Alex's impressions though of his one and two because I know for sure Buffy ain't number one in your book. Well, you know it's 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 a matter of personal preference. But I know the that's, first, what, the that's fir- what this is. But the first Blade to me that's that's this is why I ended up watching the third one. Mm-hmm. Like I, I toughed it out and at when I first initially saw it, I enjoyed it just because I was still high on Blade and everything. But now that time has passed and I can look at it objectively, the first Blade I still think is very good. It but is. It's still very good. It has my one of my favorite opening scenes to a movie ever is in the first Blade. True. Yeah, the blood rave. The blood rave. It's it's just such an incredible scene. The build up to it and how they're just wa- you, you don't know what's going on. They're walking through a meat locker and you're like, huh. Oh, and then and then that amazing New Order remix co- song comes on that just every time I hear it, you just it's impossible not to move to that song. I don't know, but um. Blade for sure. So the Blade series is number one on your list. Okay, that's that's. that's are fair. we, are I'll, we I'll, lumping the whole series? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's the best fran- the franchises. Even though it's not a franchise, I still think it's worth mentioning. Um, I don't think From Dust Till Dawn gets the gets the. No, I I count that as a franchise because there's multiple movies um, about there's it. A show and, too, and there was yeah. a television show on Stars. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's a very underrated vampire movie. I think it's different. I think I'll people forget that. about it being a vampire movie because it's not until later in the movie that you find out it's it's about. Well, it's, it's just so vampires. wacky because it's a mix of Quentin Tarantino and and yeah, Robert take Rodriguez. That, take that movie away, and what would that series be? It'd just be a weird, it's it's just a weird campy vampire yeah. sort of saga, which is fine. It's just like zombies. There's plenty of uh, campy zombie sagas. Uh, what what do you think, Nick? Is that a solid, is that on the solid list? Do you do you find that anywhere? I don't know if that uh, that specifically counts as franchise. It does I, count I, as a I, franchise. I guess it does. I, I it's three multiple seen, movies. I've never seen the show. I've seen the first Desk of Bond. You saw I, the first and, one, yeah. And I find it great. I think that's a great movie. Yeah, there was a couple more movies after that, I believe. One of them was... I, Mm, I don't think so. Actually, so two we, of them were straight count to that, DVD then, or straight then my to final, my final order is going to be Buffy, Blade, Dust Till Dawn, True You're Blood. You're picking Dust Till Dawn now. Wow. Number th- yeah, number three, and then True Blood, and then I'll I'll do Underworld. Okay. In, in the five spot. Did we okay. talk? And did we talk about um, Interview with the Vampire? And that was the list. Yeah, yeah, that was the yeah, yeah, That was our number two. That was okay. me and Nick's consensus one okay. and two. Okay. Yep. 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 No Twilight, guys. Wow. Um, so, no, yeah, that's, I, I just let's talk about Twilight for one minute. Uh, Twilight, Twilight's <laughs> I, I, on my uh, Twilight's on my honorable mention list uh, just because it's popular. That's yeah. it. I Good don't job. believe in sparkling vampires and this whole and this whole fantasy of this whole. I don't know where this came from of the fight between werewolves and, and vampires. Because like, that's that happens in Underworld, too, and yeah. that and that's in Twilight, and I don't I don't get this beef. Why why the beef? They're both mythical creatures. 
Why can't they coexist already as fake creatures? Yeah, the the only real time I've ever wanted to see it is uh, in um, the Shadows movie. What we do in the shadows oh, is no. what we do in the shadows and the upcoming werewolves. Werewolves, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that that is has by been by far my favorite interaction between vampires and and werewolves. Absolutely, without question. Yes. Um, I would just to, just for a quick hot take. David S. Goyer had a proposed idea to change the ending, what uh, to change the storyline of of Blade uh, completely by having the final battle scene between. Uh, Blade and Dracula be an actual battle scene between a drac uh, between a vampire wolf werewolf hybrid, that's real, but the studio turned him down, so he had to rewrite and the story. He was, was going to make it both of them. Yes, and it was going to be Dracula and, and then. Wow, so he actually tried to replace a character with an animal in his movie. Yeah, yeah, right, right at the last minute, but the studio said, "Hail, David, to come not. on the podcast." Wait, so he was going to become a werewolf just out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If Dracula was supposed to be this werewolf, but it said it. it I, the trivia that I read uh, stated that Blade was allegedly supposed to fight a wolf vampire hybrid wow my number three would have to be the blade series just because i'm partial to um uh to uh you know to comics itself number four would have to be um i've always had a had a distaste for underworld because of this whole it's so actionable and hey vampires versus lichens which are werewolves oh it's a never-ending battle and michael shane and michael sheen and whatever but no um, kind of steals a lot from Blade too. It's just they throw werewolves into like that's a Blade-like storyline. That's my but, number four. My number five would be what was uh, I would I'll give it to True Blood. I barely watched the show, but uh, I res- I respect fun. it for fun. being different. Yeah, yeah, good good fun show, Alex. The, they were that was a werewolf uh, vampire fairy beef too, right? Yep. Yeah. So one would be Blade for me. Mm-hmm. Um, two would two spot. Uh, two would be Buffy. I okay. think Buffy definitely deserves the respect because to this day there's still a huge cult hey, following. Angel, for it. number one, number one vampire show of all time. Fight me for that opinion, folks. <laughs> I always confuse the two act the guy who's the main actor on that show and the guy who was Dracula and Blade Trinity. I David Bornaz, David Bornaz and Dominic Purcell. You confuse them. They kind of have a similar. No, they don't whatsoever. Dominic Purcell's a giant, giant meathead, and David Bornaz is a uh, is a classic uh, meathead. Because he's now a special forces, what Navy SEAL? It got canceled. Oh, it got canceled. CNT, SEAL Team Six got canceled. Yep. Thank Christ. <laughs> he's uh, still married to Zoe Deschanel, though. Ooh, oh. that's a hot take. <laughs> what would you? What did you call the Anne Rice movies? The again? Lestat series. The Lestat. I would say the Lestat series are number three for me. Let me look up the official name for that. You, which uh, we can agree that's just the most successful fran- vampire. Well, the like Vampire Twilight. Chronicles. That's what it's called. The Vampire. Well, Chronicles. I guess Twilight. Movie, qual- n- movie quality wise. Movie quality yes, wise. Yeah, okay. um, number four would be um, Dust Till Dawn series, and then five running out, mm. running it out at five for me would be Underworld. Okay. Just because I just can't. I just can't. As much as 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 commercially successful as Twilight is. I just can't do it because I just have so many issues with Twilight in terms of what the character of Edward did. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, totally great. Yeah. I don't and even that, have to go into it. You know, oh, you know, shit. Terrible series. Ah, that ah, really just the... And now it's time to get to the game portion of the evening. All right, finally. Uh, the game we're going to play is recast the movie. So we're going to go around and we're all going to... How re- many... Okay, so the question so, I have, before we even get into this, how many um, actors are we recasting? There's in this four, four roles we're recasting. We're recasting Blade. Okay. We're recasting 
Jessica Biel. Yep. We're recasting Ryan Reynolds. Yep. And Triple H. Oh my God. Not okay. Whistler. Not Whistler. Not okay. Whistler. We're gonna keep it concise. All yeah, right. These, keep these, it simple, stupid. These are the four we're doing. All right. Blade. Because I am uh, talking on the mic right now, I'm gonna go ahead and take the first pick. Yeah, and please. I'm, uh, I'm taking Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan is Blade. Michael B. Jordan is Blade. Oh man. It was a Kyle suggestion. <laughs> But, uh, you're I, oversaturating the market. Michael B. Jordan is already a Killmonger. He's already got a Marvel character. He's already tr- he's already trained to do it. Yeah, I mean he's ready to go. He's got that yeah. HBO movie coming out too. That looks pretty good. He's he's got he's, he's, he's got the straight face and the 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 sunglasses and like the swag that I don't you think need. he has the voice for it. He though. could be a he young. Has the swag to he be, could be a young Blade. Yeah, maybe Y U N G. Oh, totally. Yeah. Y U N G B L A D. <laughs> young Blade. Yeah, that's my Blade. Hmm. Okay. Um. Alex, do you got you got somebody in mind? Uh, I got to think about this for a minute. For Blade, I could totally see Jamie Fox doing it. Yeah, Jamie Fox is a great pick. Wow. Jamie Fox would be a, a fun Blade that That's you might get a pick. theme song out of, even. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I my pick would have to be it's the it's the Wesley Snipes uh, uh B movie actor. It's Michael Jai White, aka Spawn, aka Black Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> he is a black belt in uh, Kyokushin Karate. He's he's well versed in the action movie role, albeit a B and C movie role. But he knows he knows his shit, and he's a very intimidating fellow. Very tall, obviously very uh, athletic, very combative. Um, he's the man. He's I love man. I love his part in The Dark Knight too. Yeah, even gamble. though it's very small. Yeah, he was supposed to be. I guess uh, a hot take on that. He was supposed to be a more prominent role in that film, but um, cut out. We just can't get away from Batman, can we? No, we can't. No, because of David S. Goyer. He, he'll forever haunt us with his uh, crossover from Marvel to DC. Yeah, who do you got as, a, who do you got as a Jessica Biel, uh, Alex? Jessica Biel, so Whistler Jr. I go J. Lo. J. Lo. No, J. La. J. La. Who's J. Oh, J. La. <laughs> oh, J. Law. Not J. La. J. Law. Yeah, Jude Law. Jude Law. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. That's a that's yeah. that's great. No, that's a great. Uh, that's a great pick. Uh, wh- who do you think, Nick? I'm gonna have to go with uh, uh, not the not the daughter of Whistler, but the uh, the wife of Whistler. Oh, so you're going with a completely different role. Oh, so we're yeah. going different story. So lines. it's the one night stand, not the wife. It's the one night stand lady. It's the one night stand lady who uh, who also turns out to be a vampire hunter and is a a uh, a fine young. Can I guess? Yes, Rosie Perez. Nope. It's Helen Mirren. <laughs> Helen Mirren, a very young Helen Mirren. So very CGI Helen Mirren or old? No, it, it's it's old Helen Mirren, but okay. uh, but she's spry and she's, she's kicking ass. She's, she's still thinking Caligula. She's, she's Caligula. Still, Caligula. She's still Caligula. shooting that bow and arrow like uh, like it's nobody's business. Yeah, and uh, but she's she's the wise one of the group. Mm, okay, because yeah. Michael B. She's Michael B's younger and uh, and <laughs> she she kind of like she's the one that keeps the peace in the group because you know she's the I mean? new Whistler, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because I, in my in my story, Whistler has been dead since the first movie. Oh wow! As he should have been. Because yeah. he actually died. Yeah, because he actually died. Yeah, 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 yeah. My Jessica Biel would have to be the other Jessica, Jessica Alba. I feel like she she'd be just as athletic and just as beautiful in this role. And it turns out the first uh first trailer for t- the for TV that was released accidentally billed Jessica Biel as Jessica Alba. So go <laughs> wow. figure. She was in Dark Angel form too. So. In Dark Angel form, James Cameron. Yes. That's Thank Jennifer, you. That's Jennifer Garner. No, no, that's Dark, alias. Dark Angel is asshole. Wow. Get your shit together. Go. Back corners over here. I was, Nick testing, I was testing the back corner. <laughs> that's fake news. He's living in fake <laughs> news. Right, world. Who's your uh, Who's your Whistler Junior? Steve. You Ryan Reynolds. I just fucking said that. It's your Ryan Reynolds. You mean Ryan Reynolds? My Ryan Reynolds would have to be. Um, it would have to be. Um, I would go Thomas Jane. 
for me. <sighs> Thomas Jane, but he's a bit older to be. Well, I guess. What about two thousand four? Yeah, but he's still a bit older because he was in Boogie Nights. Tom Hardy. No. No. <laughs> no. I just fucking had it, and you guys threw it, threw it, threw it by the wayside. It okay. was. Um, I'll, start, I'll start this whole segment. Uh, yeah, go, go <laughs> yeah, for it. Go Nick. ahead. Who, who's your Ryan Reynolds, Nick? I think that uh, I'm going to be the only one in this movie to uh, give a promotion. Oh wow! I, uh, I I saw somebody in this movie, and I, I saw potential. That's what I saw. I I saw somebody that didn't deserve to die, and I saw somebody that should be at the forefront uh, as their. He's just got to lose a couple pounds. His name is Patton Oswalt. Patton. Patton could definitely be a, a Hannibal Pat, King. Yeah, Patton's gonna be the Hannibal King. He's uh he's sneaky. He's quick. He's uh he's he's good with with, good the, with the one-liners as well as the the quick punches. Heck yeah! I see. I see. Because in this movie, I gotta say that Ryan Reynolds talked more than he fought. Yes. Right? Yes. And if you need somebody to talk more than they fight, Patton Oswalt. Yeah. He's a guy that w- talks better than Ryan Reynolds. Yes. And uh, if you need him for so few fight scenes, why not? He'll kill you with words. Oh yeah, question. And if he can be, if he can be like a techie type, uh, you know, like smart fighter, I think that he uh, he he fits that role. I agree. Steven, who's your Ryan Reynolds? My Ryan Reynolds would uh, have to be someone who was on the rise at this point in time uh, in the 2000s. It'd be the one and only Ashton Kutcher. Only based on what? the fact that he's very... I, I, see, I that. see that. I really actually. do. Yeah, because he's very dedicated to his roles that he actually takes seriously. He was great in The Guardian. He was great in Butterfly Effect. Uh, he was great in that other movie that I'm thinking of, but uh, I forgot about. Oh, yeah, Cheaper by the Dozen. So he, <laughs> he would play an excellent uh, Hannibal King because he has the mouth. I believe he has the physique, and he He's got the obviously the looks to be a sex slave to Parker Posey. You know what? I, I I'm on board with that. Uh, Alex, do have a? It would be so great if he just punked people. Too. Right? <laughs> yeah. He just kept up his brand. <laughs> Look, guys, I got fangs. Actually, bam, wooden stake. You just got punked. Yeah. It's like when trucker like hat Wesley Snipes yeah. is my Von Dutch hat. I got my Von Dutch hat. I'm gonna get you with some wood stakes and some silver bullets. <laughs> I would watch a Vampire Slayer with a trucker hat any day of the week. Mm-hmm. You've heard of Von Dutch? How about Von Helsing? My recast for Cannibal. Oh, Cannibal. Hannibal King. Hannibal King. Would be Hannibal Burris. No, Ooh, just that's, no. A, that's a hot lead. No, no, no. Anthony Hopkins. I would go Ooh. with, I would go with uh, Matthew McConaughey. All right. Whoa. All right, all right. And I, I envision him being a character similar to um, this uh, slipped on movie. I think it's good, but. It's gotten pretty. It, I think it's rated really terribly. The Rain of Fire movie. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I love it. I would imagine that's an upcoming uh, con- I would contestant. Want, I would want McConaughey to have a similar character to that. The hard hardcore. Um, yeah, hardcore because he made. You'd a lot have of to jokes. lighten up a little bit for this. Uh, yeah, lighten up a little bit, but he he has the same kind of like. That's how I'd imagine he would be. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, your wrestler, do you have a uh, a new a new person for your wrestler? It has position? to be a wrestler. Uh, no, it can be anybody that kind of fits I the wrestler mold. Yeah, it, sh- it should be somebody that has wrestled. Uh, to be Triple H's character, yeah. Cock, Cock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that's, that's my choice. Brock Lesnar would be uh, perfect for that role. Yeah, there's few guys I'd be more excited to see than Brock Lesnar disintegrating into dust. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Absolutely, I 100 percent agree. For me to give him the the real like edge that he needs is a uh, edge, edge as edge. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Kyle! <laughs> no, so of, that. of course it's not red, edge. It's Kane. Ooh, Kane. Kane with a mask. He's very political too, so he'll he'll beat you down with the, his economic policies and with the choke slam. That's exactly right. The mayor of a uh, city in Kentucky. 
Uh, no, no, no. He was going for, I believe, a like a state uh, assemblyman, state assemblyman for ten IC. He got it too. Oh, he got the, he, he got the nod. Yeah. He, I think he got the nod for the nomination. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give Kane my Kane my my vote. Hey, make Tennessee great again. Yep. Okay, Jax, who do you got for your uh, for your wrestler or for your your personality? I'm not nearly as well versed in wrestling. So pick pick your poison. I'm I'm gonna go Hulk for Hogan. I'm gonna go for the uh, not obvious but the easy one. Rick I'm gonna Flair. go the Undertaker. Ooh, of course, yeah, that's the brother good. of Kane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm getting can blindsided imagine, here like, from uh, the Undertaker from the Chokeslam brothers. Whole, uh, yeah, I can sit up. I can <laughs> imagine because <laughs> he's basically <laughs> he's basically like undead, right? Yeah, there would be yeah. four scenes where he dies and then lifts back up. Yeah, and then rises. Would tot- I would totally want to see that patented. You know, and then fireworks go off inside of wherever he is. Yeah. That vampire <laughs> definitely has the, the, the strongest core of any of all the vampires. <laughs> and now we're going to get into our favorite bit of all time, our favorite segment of all time. That's right. We figure out who, who is the master debater. That's right. It's time for the master debaters. And in a this terrible side, intro. Yeah, me versus Steven. Hey, first time for everything. It's uh, two two normal guys. Friendships. Battling it out. Hosted by... KJX Playcheck, brought to you by Mind Your Own Fucking Business, Alex. And in this, uh, you're you're going to give friendships. Us to- you're going to give us a topic, and uh, we're going to each pick one character, and we we get one minute to uh, lay out our argument, and thirty minutes. Opinions will be made. And friendships. Thirty minutes, <laughs> and we get and we get thirty second rebuttal. So to begin the debate, all right. Let's so let's start out with the best vampire. I'm gonna start this one out with Nick. Best vampire of all time, so like Nick, non-blade you have a, you have vampire. You a minute to uh, come up with a vampire. And state your case. And state your case. No rebuttals. No rebuttals? No rebuttals. Okay. One minute. Where's the clock? Is the, is the clock ready? The clock is ready. Go when you're ready. The best vampire is definitely Brad Pitt from Interview with Vampire. Not only because he, he's one of the first vampires to really realize what he was and bring humanity to the role of vampire, but he's also one of the first vampires to really capitalize on who he was. He he came in, he learned who he was, decided to get into the vampire life for a while, was okay, like having sex, drinking, just drinking blood out of all those little cows and women and stuff like that. But then he really stepped up his game and decided to be a better person. And so he, he, he was the only vampire to successfully bridge humanity and vampires, which is why he, he brought... Something we can relate with, but still was beyond anything that we could imagine. And that's why Brad Pitt is the number one vampire of all time. And on top of being the best looking vampire of all time, I uh, would have sex with only one, and it is him. Okay. All right. You know, that's uh, that's like just your opinion, man. That's no, true. So we're saying best actor uh, portraying a vampire? Is, is that the yes. final final role here? All right, Steven, what's your rebuttal? The best vampire portrayal of all time has to be Gary Oldman. Like He is, a, he is an unquestionably uh, great actor of our time, if not the, one of the greatest actors of our time. And he blends into his character so well, and that couldn't be more true than in the than his portrayal of Dracula, which, which really made the movie. No other role was, was exceptional in that film. Besides that, he carried that movie without question. He was the epitome of fear. He was the epitome of ultimate lost romance, a lost cause. And he felt sorry for the man, but despite being a bloodthirsty creature of the night. Um, you, you, there's just no debate between, between Gary Oldman and any other role of a vampire. 
um, he's the man. He was the man, is the man, will always be the man. He is, uh, he is Dracula. And now we go to our uh, totally unbiased production team. Of, of Alex, because if we give it to Alex and Kyle, it could wind up in a tie. So we just need yep. an objective. Alex, who, who, who gave you the best argument for the best vampire? I would have to say that the best argument was Nick. Oh, great. Why? And Brad Pitt conquers all. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's true. All right. What's our, what's our next question there, uh, uh, great host with the most? What would you say is the best vampire weapon? So I'm assuming what this is is uh, the best vampire slaying weapon. Yeah. Best weapon of all time I'm going to go right now without question is Daywalker. This is the this is the sword that Blade carries throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Not only is it the best vampire killer, it is the best weapon in that is it is customizable to the to the owner of the of the blade. Because whoever doesn't know the blade can get their arm severed off as seen in the first Blade film. So it only works for Wesley Snipes aka Blade. A.K.A. Eric, uh, I forget his last name. He uh, he has this fine weapon that he crafted, I believe, himself. Uh, I don't know how he got that swordsmithing skills, but is it? It is a beautiful, beautiful blade for blade. You have thirty-five more seconds. I don't care. That's all I need. <laughs> I'll take that because my weapon is called a sunshine suit, and uh, a sunshine suit is something of my own creation, and it is a uh, it is a full-on. LED UV projecting suit where from every pore of your body comes a UV emitting light. So the it essentially forms a force field around you that no vampire can get within without getting burned. And on top of that, you have the world's strongest flashlights at your fingertips. So you're, you're, you're wielding 10 lightsabers on your fingertips along with a whole sunshine body that, uh, that makes it impossible for any vampire to get near you. And uh, the best thing about a sunshine shoot is it's fashionable. And uh, it, it, it keeps up in modern times. It keeps up in uh, the 1800s because it's been around since then. And I can't see any type of weapon being more dominant than, than a full suit of sunshine. Man, that's really cool. Uh, I, I wish it was real. So you're basically the man in the yellow hat with lightsabers? If that gives me the win, that's exactly what I mean. Okay, who won, who won this uh, Steven argument? wins. Oh, nice. That is bullshit. Yeah, nice. I have a goddamn force field around me. Oh, okay. Looks like looks like we got a tie. We're at a tie. So what's our tiebreaker question there, Alex? So the tiebreaker question is going to be, who is the best spouse of a star of the movie Blade Trinity? And the only two options are Blake Lively and Justin Timberlake. Uh, I think we need to flip a coin to see who goes first, Alex. All right, nigga, I'm going to flip a coin. Uh, call it in the air. Tails. It is tails. It is tails. All I'm right. going to choose Blake Lively. Oh, wow! Surprising. Wow. Okay. Yep. Blake Lively is the best spouse, not only because she completes the ultra good-looking and amazing couple of her and Ryan Reynolds, because but also because she gave off the the opinion that she was just another blonde actress, and through her. Through her relationship and through her movie choices lately, you've come to realize that Blake Lively is actually one of the more legit actresses in the business today. She's funny, she has good taste, and she's more than willing to do what it takes to make a good film. And on top of that, she's a good mother and a good wife. And uh, I stand by all those facts. She's a beautiful woman, but that's not all there is to her. Unlike uh, Justin Timberlake, who is really just... A sheep in wolf's, wolf's clothing. Uh, Justin Timberlake is a shine stealer. 
He doesn't let Jessica Biel have any day of the week. And uh, Blake Lively is more than happy to share the spotlight with her husband, unlike Justin Timberlake. So with our question, uh, you're unequivocally wrong in your assumption that uh, Justin Timberlake is not the most talented and, and best spouse out of this entire film. Justin Timberlake is a, I want to say, quadruple threat. He can dance. He can sing. He can act. He can write. Um he can do anything. Uh, he's he's a he's a renaissance man uh, in in this modern day and age of entertainment. Yes, he's a shine dealer, but I think he's just so dedicated to his craft and promoting uh, promoting himself, promoting uh, promoting the arts, uh, promoting who he exactly is. And I we all don't know who he exactly is because he's been in the spotlight for so long. So that's all he knows is 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 entertainment, and he succeeds uh, in it with flying, 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 flying colors. He's not a bad actor. Um, we've seen that based on his Saturday Night Live performances, his many films uh, that he acted in. Um, and, of course, he's just so talented on stage. Alex, who do you have? Who's a winner? I definitely hear both arguments, and both are solid arguments. Really? But I'm going to have to award it to Nick. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> all right? You, you have no idea what you're talking about. How do you vote Justin Timberlake under Blake Lively? As a talented person, are you outside your damn mind? It's called making an argument. It's called. Uh, it's called. Your argument sucked. It did. Argument really sucked. Oh yeah, she's a great mother. Yeah, that's not a talent. That's, that's called a job. That's and not, that's called an obligation. You're singling her out for her one one of her talents. You think that that's the only thing that she's, she's good at? She's no, she's good at everything. She was no, great you're in not, one you're film. You're the one she who was has great no in one film. Okay. She was great uh, in one film. Debate is over. The I debate just, is over. Uh, great. The master debater is Nick. Congratulations. You're the fucking man, uh, as usual. Great. Uh, Alex, why don't you just suck his cock now, and we'll uh, consecrate this fucking proclamation right now. Keep it in the show, Kyle. I uh, would like to move on to the original blurbs portion now to end things off. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Uh, my original blurb is Blade Trinity, more like Blade Infinity, because it lasts forever. Ooh, I like that. Um, original blurb that I have um, would have to be... Blade Trinity, this move, this movie definitely did not hold up the last time I saw it, which was about 14 years ago. Blade Trinity, you should slash this out of your memory. Nice. I like that. I like that. Nice. And uh, do you have any real rec, real recommendations to end the show? Uh, that's our, our new thing. We uh, say something that we like after talking a bunch of shit about a movie. Um, personally, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... BBC show Killing Eve. Oh, you've been watching that show. I, uh, I've seen the first four episodes, and I have to say that I am down with it. I highly suggest watching it. Okay. okay. Sandra O oh is my girl. Oh, she's good. Yeah, she's so good in it. But oh, yeah. she's so good. Steven, real rec? A uh, real recommendation. Um, if you're in the Oakland area, I highly recommend some delicious Chinese food from the one and only Shandong uh, Fine Chinese Cuisine uh, off 10th Street. It's very delicious, and I can't recommend uh, the hand-rolled noodles and handmade dumplings enough. It literally fueled this show today, for better or worse. <laughs> and some other nefarious things. Like Beef Eater Gin, the finest gin made out of London. Alex, any recommendations? Well, actually, this is going to be... Um Based off of last week's recommendations, I uh, actually took Steven's recommendation last week to uh, watch uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I enjoy it. 
I'm not usually one for those kind of shows, but I really, really enjoy that show. I'm glad it's back. I, 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 it's, a, it's a funny, it's a very funny show. Yeah, it's funny how it went away and came back in less than 12 hours. Yeah, well, I, I read a thing that NBC said that they had been looking to make it, and had they known Andy Samberg was going to sign on the lead role, they would have kept it rather than selling it to Fox. That's hilarious. Well, yeah. that's stupid. NBC's on on NBC's behalf then. Wait, what? wait, wait. So it's it's coming back. So it got yeah, cut. It's got, it got canceled by Fox and got picked up by NBC Universal. And NBC originally had it. NBC Universal produces the and distributes the show. Basically, makes the show and sells it to Fox to to air. Wow, that's that's how, that's how television works. Well, thank you, uh, KJX Blade Shack for KJX Blade Shack uh, bringing on the hot quotes, hot facts, and hot opinions. Sponsored by Dialysis. Ooh, and uh, ooh, I like the blood. Reference. And shout out to uh, Kyle. At the fat corner. Hey there. Did a terrible job as usual. Can't thank Always. you enough when you're absent. We'll figure <laughs> out a problem. We'll figure out a way to make you like Kyle. And uh, when that happens, I'm a likable guy. I really no, I, be I, on the podcast. I want the roles to reverse, and, and and I want I want uh, I want Kyle to be the more prominent character, and, and and Alex to be further in the background, giving us terrible <laughs> facts and opinions. Give us your uh, your opinions on. Real rotten. That's Steven's opinion. At Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> and Instagram, we are more than happy to take all suggestions. We will not listen to any of them. And send us an old-fashioned email. We've yet to get any email feedback. <laughs> yeah, I'm even, sitting here even, waiting. Even hate mail at this point will. We take. did. We did get a. We did get a free uh, make more money comment on one of our Facebook posts. So. Oh, that's oh, nice. excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Somebody's trying to get us to make some more money. I think they're trying some to tell us to get a Patreon account, but unfortunately, Patreon requires us to be more relevant. One day, but as we always say, a boy can dream. Keep it real. rotten and stay real, keep folks. It real. Keep it rotten. Keep it real. Keep it rotten. Keep stay it real. Keep stay it rotten. real. It's not keep it real. Keep it fucking rotten. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes are rotten. You watch a film, but you can't even. But here comes Nick and Steve, and they break it down, they turn it out. And when it was over, you on the shot. I want my money back. That was real rotten. Real fucking rotten. Yeah.